What's up, everyone? It's Gavin Ortweek. Here's Marcus or Pink. <laughs> it's Charles or Chuck. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I know. It was Marcus with the curveball this week. What's up, everyone? You got Matt Warhaz. We're coming in hot. You already know what it is. After the Genesis, the post-Genesis episode, three of us were there. We missed you, Marcus, of course. But... What a tournament. What a way to start up the year. I mean, obviously, coming in at the end of last year, we had some very interesting results. A lot of players doing very well for themselves. One player not doing as well as he usually does, but coming through, obviously, Leo uh, there at Genesis taking it down. But I think we got a lot to talk about, guys. So, a little around the horn. What do you want to talk about? Marcus! Oh, man! (laughs) I know. You were home. You already did a whole stream reviewing Genesis. I thought you'd be ready. True. Of course. Oh, you know. I watched watched that joint. All weekend, I watched all the games that were all the games that were streamed. That one was lit. The FOMO was hitting me different, bro. I kept seeing the Guildhouse tweets. I was like, "Oh, Nirvana Soul." I'm sorry. Oh my gosh! Like Nirvana's Soul, bro. I just kept seeing. Bro, has sent me like this this little video, and I it was um I think it was Rihanna. Rihanna. It was Rihanna. Yeah. 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 Um, was it Rude Boy? I can't, I think it was Rude I Boy. So, right, anyway, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, I just hear the music playing and I'm like, they're at Nirvana Soul, man. For, <laughs> yeah, for those who don't know, Nirvana Soul is a cool coffee shop like a block and a half from the venue. And they have really good coffee and they make waffles, like sweet and savory waffles. Like you can get bacon cheddar waffle. Dude, it's crazy. It's stupid. You got to go when you go next year, when people go, don't miss out on Nirvana Soul. They play great music as well. No ad. We just love them. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that, that yeah. is, yeah, an honest plug. The churro waffle is really good. It's so good. It really man. is, yeah. Oh, churro man. waffle. I just, there was a lot of FOMO. Watching was super cool. Um, all the sets, like, no fighter pass two. I'm just going to say it, bro. No, them, them sets were lit. I was like, bro, what's happened? I forgot that this game was like this. Like, I'm used to seeing somebody get electric and die. And I'm like, oh, it's lit. Or get rolling up till to the die and i'm like oh it's lit like you know it, but it's funny you say that because mars during his run which we'll obviously talk about more but he's like dude i just had so much fun playing smash today i was like you had a good bracket to have fun in this mm-hmm. this tournament you really did so yeah it it's definitely a pretty big talking point because i feel like fp2 has been on the down and out recently i was weirdly. about to say but also that's the thing it's not like they weren't there well some of them were like ona wasn't there and stuff right but like they were there. They were just losing. Like, it feels like a lot of the players, like, you know, they worked really hard to figure out. Like, I was watching Chase versus uh, Riddles, Riddles. Yes. And he yes. would just, like, do the auto turn, like, force them to auto turn around because Kazuya's auto turn around is, like, worse than the rest of the FGC characters or something like that. So he can't, like, react to you switching with landing on certain sides. So he would just, like, force auto turnarounds when he, like, jumped above him. And I was like, that's genius like what like why do oh wait wait, like that's some matchup knowledge like you have to like really know the matchup to to know stuff like that i don't know i just kept seeing a lot of different counterplay obviously like mute just not even just like the entire weekend mute has always shown that like there's some work to be done in the steve matchup and it definitely showed this weekend um it was it was just super super sick like I miss fight. I miss. I miss Fundy Smash, bro. It was good to see you this weekend. Team Fundies came through the building, man. My uh, main like talking point of this episode was. <clears throat> it's kind of similar to what you are talking about, 
um, like, like Marcus said, like everyone was at the tournament. It's not like it was just a coincidence. Mm-hmm. I And Smash Ultimate has been around, like, if you compare it to Smash 4's lifespan, like, we're at the end. And, like, we're even in past that, right? Like, it's been around, like, slightly longer than Smash 4's competitive uh, lifespan. And I feel like it shows in competitive play really recently. I feel like um, the meta is really solidifying in itself. And I think the players are really solidifying in their... Um, placings and rankings and stuff like that um i don't want to jinx it like you know smash ultimate can turn on its head at any moment it's just how the (laughs) game is but i really think the the meta specifically is solidifying and i feel like there's a lot of patterns i'm seeing throughout different brackets the last couple months and like um like patterns of consistency as well I, that that was the main thing I wanted to get across, and I feel like y'all already started on that. Um, I don't know. It feels like Fighter Pass Two, you know, as obnoxious as it can be, it feels like they're becoming a a true part of the game rather than like the game plus Fighter Pass Two. It feels like it's actually molding into one one like uh, sound meta, and um, I feel like. I feel like we talked about that in recent episodes too, where it feels like we're actually on an upturn in terms of the enjoyment, like the players enjoying the game rather than like previous months where like the game was like very doom and gloom. Well, it's funny because we keep saying fighter pass too, but what we really mean is Steven Kazuya because there were two Aegises in top eight, a Sephiroth made an appearance. Like it's just like the other parts of fighter pass too. Are showing up a little bit and justice right justice against leo almost caused the upset of the tournament so like you said it's just becoming more integrated and more i guess natural is a good word for it so it just less... feels a bit more sound than when like mm-hmm. post quarantine where it's just like chaos it, it feels less chaotic despite genesis like despite all the upsets and like it i'm really starting to feel like when i walk into a venue it feels like i'm at like like as a player myself and like just when I like just the, the energy I feel, it feels like like a game that is late into its life or like developed into its life. It feels like I'm at like a end game Smash 4 tournament where there are certain things I expect, but like um, outside of like the top, top things I expect, there's like you still a lot of upsets like always, but I don't know. It feels like pe- people's character lineups are really solidified. The Fighter Pass 2 is starting to merge into the rest of the meta. Um, Certain players are just very, very consistent at the top level. And it just feels like a developed game. And post-quarantine, it was... Like, COVID and quarantine really, like, delayed that by quite a bit. And, like, adding all the characters to the mix really delayed that too and added to the chaos of, like, what's going on in this game anymore. But I don't know. That's... that's, um, like going home from the event, that's what I felt. It felt like I was uh, at like a, a late Smash Four tournament, if that makes sense. I don't know. Yeah, I agree, and I think even we're seeing a lot of counterplay. We've been seeing a lot of counterplay, but I love your point, Tweak, where you're talking about uh, quarantine and just how it delayed the competitive 
I guess the offline competitive, right? There was a delay in that, obviously, because of quarantine. We couldn't go to offline events. There's a lot of online events. A lot of the top players didn't participate in that. There there are players that emerged from the quarantine era, like really, really strong, like Spargo and, you know, a, a bunch of other players. I'm not going to just list every single one of them. There's a lot of them. But um, like Spargo, Sonics, et cetera, et cetera, right? But the it, it's like you have that delay, and then we had an entire fighter pass. So imagine not one character coming to the game changes everything. Then it's like, okay, we have this kind of quote unquote pause in the offline meta. And then, Oh, here's like five or six characters. Oh, Oh God. What do they do? Well, well, this one hits you once and kills you. This one makes terrain and like gets diamond and can also zero to death you and has like really, really crazy tools like minecart and anvil that if you don't know how to deal with these tools, you get reversal all day and you just lose. Right? So, I do think we are seeing a very solidified spot in the meta for characters that were more polarizing like Steven Kazia. Because when I look at Akola's bracket, I feel bad. I'm like, dang. he Akola ran into two players slash characters that do really well versus Steve. The, the, it, he got a pretty low roll going into Spargo into losers because Sonic's caused the upset and stuff like that, right? And then ran into Mute. And Mute does really well against Steve, in my opinion. I think Mute is one of the best players against Steve. So Yeah, agreed. So tough. Definitely. That's a tough for role for Akola. Akola well, even just statistically, been. it's true. Yeah. Yeah. So, Mute Ace does really well versus Steve. Even in the sets uh, he loses, it's it's always like some of the best fights people put up against Steve in any given bracket. Yeah. And, and one thing I really wanted to... Sorry, everyone, God, God. But one thing I really wanted to get across is... What happens from this tournament onwards, like the next the next handful of tournaments, is um, pretty big in my eyes because you know you have so starting off with like Leo, right? Like Leo gets a big win at Genesis um, and has is hasn't been doing as well to MK Leo standards, which is funny, but because he's still been doing fantastic. But you know, and for everyone else too, like. How are the Fighter Pass 2 players that have been doing really well that are in a bit of a slump, how are they going to perform uh, in the next coming months? Or players like me or Spargo that are like usually in like the top three that like didn't do as well at Genesis. Like how like like I've been saying, it's all starting to mold into one meta. And the question is, are someone like Riddles or Aqua gonna continue to uh, like, you know, is it up or down from there? And same thing for like me, Leo, Spargo, like it was a bit of a like. There's a little bit of ups and downs, and yeah, I feel like it was. It's really big. Like and like Charles said, like some of these players ran into hard matchups, and the question is like, if they run into those hard matchups again, will they be able to pull through in the future, or are they reaching a, a point where they're stagnating? And the same thing can be said for the players that play more traditional characters, like me or Spargo, right? Like. Are we going to be able to bounce back from this or is it going to take a while? And it, it's just, I don't know. That's how I feel. It, it it feels like there's like a couple variables, but other than that, there's definitely signs and patterns of consistency at the very top level of play. I feel. I had a tweet that was kind of similar about the meta rubber banding because it's like the new character comes out. They're really strong. They're really yeah. good. And there's no real counterplay to them yet. So they kind of get the first punch in, right? Like they yes. kind of get like a, like a bit of a sucker punch in, right? Cause you don't know the matchup. They're really, really strong, especially Steven Kazia, you know, like they could touch death. You all they have, especially Steve has a great plan of neutral, all that good stuff. 
and then the meta fights back, right? Like the top players, like I'm gonna figure this out, I'm gonna beat it, and which is something you've said on the show before. So now we're in the the cow. All right, you got the first hit in. They swung back. I'm excited to see what the how how does it merge into like becoming yep. one player base rather than like how we t- how we separate it so often when it comes to players and characters of DLC characters, especially Casio because I feel like Steve is he, Steve's gonna be fine. You know what I mean? Steve has made some sound investments uh, in neutral and in just gameplay in general. Everything about Steve is so strong. Kazi is the one where I'm like, what does the future of this character really look like? Because especially looking at matchups like how Chase played against Riddles, who is the best Kazia, or Riddles losing uh, to Leon, who also played the, the matchup very, very with well. Prom. Yeah, yeah, with not Prom. Even that's an even bigger deal. I think in terms of yeah. matchups, that's an even crazier one. I think yeah. Palutena makes a lot more sense than Krom. It, for sure. And it's like... <laughs> the age of wisdom of like oh just camp them there's obviously more nuance to that but now we're seeing that nuance right yeah. like how do you move around them how do you cross them up even Kazuya, as marcus said earlier how do you do all these things and how do you and i love seeing how the metas develop because the characters look a lot weaker than they did six months ago six months ago like you said we were in the gloom and the doom now everything has changed a lot to the point yeah. where there was literally one steve main in the top eight the best steve main too for sure for free um, and then after that, I think the thing that's interesting in talking about where the meta is going, Aegis, it just seems like, uh, again, just kind of, I think the stocks have gone up for Aegis recently because if you want to win a major bracket, look at someone like Ludo, there's like a 95 to 99% chance that you'll have to fight Sonics. Yep. And if you don't have an answer to that, you're going to fucking lose. Like, that's just how it's going to work. So I, I think Ludo could do it with Wario. Um, we don't have to get too into it. I think he could figure it out figure he could figure anything out i have faith in him to do pretty much anything with that character but at the same time it's like damn aegis <laughs> is right there aegis mm-hmm. is right there and, and there's two and other cosmos players got that nice. do it. yeah cosmos got it's nice. not, it's not even like yeah it's not and even you, like aegis yeah. is getting smoked in bracket like okay weirdly cosmos lost to vendetta by the way which i also was completely surprised by because i think that's one of cam's worst matchups but good shit to vendetta obviously winning that one always gotta uh, shout out my guy one thing i wanted to mention with kazia is like Kazuya is a Luigi archetype type character, as yep. the community likes to say. And there's a lot of good that comes with that. And there's also a lot of bad that comes with that. And the question is, are you just going to be another one of the Luigi type characters? Or are you going to break that mold and actually become better than that in terms of tier list placement? In terms of being annoying, they're all equally annoying, right? Okay. But, in t- but in terms of tournament play, they always reach a plateau, even if they do well sometimes. Um, but Kazuya was breaking that. Riddles was breaking that, like top eighting, even winning sometimes. And that's unheard of for these characters because, like has said, in comparison to Steve, Steve has points and apples and different baskets. Um, and <laughs> Kazuya, you know, at first we thought was just full on Luigi type character, but the mold was really broken a little bit. But now it's back to where, like, you know, I, you mentioned rubber banding, which I think makes a lot of sense. And the question is just how will the character bounce back? Because clearly the character has more potential than, um, you know, other characters of the, uh, you know, zero to death archetype uh, usually have when it comes to like multiple tournaments, like different matchups, like, and I don't know, just like I've been saying, it, it feels like, um, we're at a point where like it's all starting to mold into, you know, Kazuya really feels like 
you know, a part of the meta rather than meta mm-hmm. plus Kazuya or meta yeah. plus Steve or meta plus Riddles, meta plus Aquila. Like right. it no longer feels like a wrench because it's just been around long enough and we've been at, we've been playing in enough tournaments. Um, and I, like I said, like people have multiple characters, like a, a big storyline from this weekend is Leo played like three or four characters. Yeah. yeah. And, um, it, like Leo is just you know ready and ready for like even Min Min and like all that stuff and that's what's really impressive about Leo's performances. You know, using multiple characters and also winning matchups that have given him trouble in the past. And um, you know, the question with Leo is, are we going to deal with like Leo getting first place every tournament again? Like, what's going to happen from here? Um, yeah, sorry to ramble a bit, but that's just the main thing I guess I wanted to talk about today. Week is talking. <laughs> I got one more Kazuya point uh, mm-hmm. that I like saw a lot with Chase. Now, obviously, Polit- not every character has this privilege. Palutena has a literal invincible back air you can space yeah. out with, and like clank with electric. Like Palu is a very, very good character against fighting game characters, just in general, and then specifically against Kazuya. In my opinion, you have all the check marks you want to hit like you had the I think there's there. oh, I think there's better picks but in terms of like neutral it's very good but you're not going to kill Kazuya easily is like the only thing so you have to have faith in your fundies and obviously that can definitely work out like and the I in my opinion something that Chase abused a lot like hit all the other check marks like okay uh chase was edge guarding kazuya really well chase yeah. was juggling kazuya really well because palatine's yeah. up air is fucking broken and she's just and fast and yeah she's fast you you you, you have ground speed, air ground, speed jump and then you have a cloud up air right like yeah. a fucking huge ass disjointed uh up air that juggles but the main thing that was impressive to me was how chase was shield pressuring kazuya and this is something that i think a lot of players are not it, it's not even i, I don't want to say they're bad at it but for you Chase was forcing Riddles into a lot of situations where Riddles was shielding, and I think Riddles can make make adjustments to that and like not shield as much. Um, it, it which is kind of hard though because you're just slower, right? And you have to bring up defenses at a certain point. But Chase would always like cross up Nair and do a bunch of different things. And the way you shield pressure Kazuya is so important. This character's out of shield is trash. Like the up out of shield is frame twelve. It's a decent out of shield. You're you're dealing with like wolf esque out of shield options and the jump squats frame seven. So even if he has a quick aerial. He can't do aerial out of shields, or he can, but they're going to be slower. So Chase just always shield pressured Kazuya. And then Pink mentioned it earlier, the auto turnaround is slower too. So you can really shield. And that's why even characters like Fox, I think Kazuya beats Fox, but Fox can touch Kazuya's shield and just pressure Kazuya's shield. And he has to hold that shit. He can't do anything afterwards. And you know, like I said, overall, I still think Kazuya beats Fox. But when when you can pressure someone's shield, and just fucking like they can't do anything you control the scenario over and over and over again so it's like oh cause you finally got to me shield pressure shield disengage because i have speed that's what chase was doing like oh you're finally close to me i'm gonna shield pressure you correctly then i can disengage afterwards and you have to take like this huge gamble to even hit me rinse and repeat rinse and repeat oh i got the connection push advantage state as hard as possible against Kazuya because again paul has the tools to do that but yeah i just thought uh I thought that if you want to see Kazuya counterplay, watch that set. And Agreed. like I said, not every yeah, yeah. not everyone has the same tools for sure. Ball, but yeah. It was it was a good use of the right tools in the right spot, right, Chuck. And it's yeah. like uh, 
I think of it too. It's and I think the evolution for that for Kazuya, especially since he does have crouch dash canceling, and when we've seen Rills have the most success, it's mostly when he's moving. I think shield should specifically only be a parrying thing. And against Paladin, you don't really have that luxury. We saw actually one of those clips he did parry a back air and get an electric. Most of the time, it's gonna be neutral air. You can't just sit. You can't. You're not gonna sit there and parry every single hit of neutral air or whatever. Yeah. Like so, there's just a lot of like you said. It, it is a little character specific, but at the same time, he the character has weaknesses for sure and you saw them fully abused uh in that matchup and riddle still took he took a, a game two games was it game five game four a game uh one game yeah and he, despite all that despite how well chase was playing he still was able to take no it. no i think it was game five i think that's it was, it was game, game five, five. i was, was commentating the stream i don't know it wasn't it was three one i believe yeah that was game oh, five. Yeah. and that's the thing too like the heck i commentated this set the heck <laughs> i, I, I could have sworn i thought it was game uh three one <laughs> Well, <laughs> well, I didn't commentate it, so I probably shouldn't have said anything. I'm watching the VOD right now. It's game five. Uh, but it what? does remind me, it reminds me of Greninja a little bit, where he's such a strong and good character, but if you start pressuring his shield, he has no really good out of shield out. Well, you can mash on the character's shield very, very well. And then the Greninja's answer to that all the time was, we need to move more, move better. And Kalsia, hey, he does have some good ground movement, so. But the frame seven jump squat is a killer. So I think it's a good I don't know, point I'm curious. You said, like, it's scary if they're in shield too much. And I think that's just a smash thing in general. It's obviously mm -hmm. for Kazuya, it's more specific. If you think if you're being locked down by your opponent and you're being like very rigid in your play, and that just says a lot about what's going on in the current match for, for any match of smash. And personally, when I am doing that to my opponent or if my opponent's doing that to me, it is very, very important. Um, okay. And like you said, if, if, if Kazuya's getting bullied and they're even scared to parry, like, you know, it reminds me of, like, when you want to deal with Fox's, like, full hop aerials, but you're not sure if it's going to be down air this time, you're not sure if it's going to be nair this time, and you just respect it and, and dip. It just reminds me of situations like that where, you know, if, the, if a fighting game player is too scared to commit to their own parries and they just start playing on the defensive that's a big opportunity for you to win the set, I think. Mm -hmm. And if you can get that into their head that like, you know, their usual bread and butter isn't reliable, then that means you're playing the matchup really well. And maybe even your character does well too. All right. So I guess All right, what next, else we got? I mean, Bro, I, I think we got to talk about Leo, right? There's Le a billion Leo's things. Run. We'll get to Leo later. We got all day to get to Leo. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> A couple quick ones I think that would be easier to pick off first. Uh, Karama, sponsored by Carmine Corp. That is an enormous deal, by the way. I don't know yes, how... Because yes. I didn't watch the streams, obviously, but I know they are an enormous French org. They have almost like 400,000 followers on Twitter. And Fran I don't know the whole political situation over there, but they are more into esports than... I think more progressive in the esports scene than any other country uh, in the world right now, I'm pretty sure. Um, so they're investing, and there's... I don't know exactly how it works, but it is a really good sign for them and all the French players, casters, everyone that we saw this weekend and that we see whenever they have their tournament. So I'm pumped for Karama. He obviously deserves it. He had a pretty good weekend. Um, didn't get top eight, but hey, a lot of people didn't get top eight at this tournament. So it's all good. But I'm excited to see what Karama does. And I'm excited he got a really good sponsor too. It's a, it's a very, very big deal for them to sponsor um, a North American player. So it's sick. Yeah, congrats. Congrats to Karama. Let's go Karama. Let's go, Karams. Uh, yeah, that was good. And then, I don't know. Yeah, what else you guys got? 
Vendetta I actually had one around. That was cool. Oh. I did want to talk about uh, Leo's Joker, actually. Um, okay, fine. <laughs> all right. I all just, right. Whatever. The consistency from a player and character's perspective is so incredible. Um, at Let's Make Big Moves, it feels like Leo's Joker was heating up every game or set he played, and it was getting better and better and better. And at Genesis, I think it was just the same thing where it just, it's just on the up and up. Um, the move I want to talk about is gun. Like his gun usage is insane. The, yes. the chip damage, the extensions, the defense. Like if Leo guarding, the, yeah. If Leo has the lead, like Joker's defense and chip damage is just sonic levels of of good and it's like especially if you watch like versus mute like towards the like as the sets progressed like it, it's so hard to fight back it, i mean numerically you really can't <laughs> in a lot of those spots like there's just so much extra damage leo would get and like leo is just so smooth with it the the platform extensions into drag downs into multiple grabs the like it was just incredible gameplay and we we've talked about joker a lot back in the day on this show when we were seeing joker leo's joker more often and it just it just goes to show how strong the character is and it's kind of like how like it's funny if people ever doubt a character like aegis right because aegis will always be better than any character you compare them to most of the time same thing for joker it's like like if I'm playing like this game or if I'm making a tier list on this game, you'll never see me who's been someone that's been playing for years and years put a character like Kazuya over Joker. Even if I see Kazuya winning every tournament or something, or you'll never see me put a character like Kazuya over over Aegis. You know, they're they're all great characters, but a character that is a traditional Smash character just extremely overtuned is always going to be the best of the best. And I don't know. I just think uh, Leo's gameplay just progressively gets better and better as he solidifies this lineup he's been using lately. Incredible stuff. Especially the neutral and defense is what I wanted to get at. The, the gunplay especially was slightly better than, than uh, last time I saw uh, his Joker play. It just felt like Leo knew literally every situation like to a t yeah like as as multiple answers for it too yeah like one as he was like playing more and more like you just see like the cog wheels on his brain yeah like getting comfortable too yeah he was playing mute and he's like man like mute keeps going low and floating all the way out here past the screen i can't even get out there Side B, I said. Dude, the double side I, B was so funny. Side B was so like, sick. That, that side B started landing. He just started doing it more. He's like, this one was kind of cool. It's kind of like a, a little kid like playing a game. <laughs> like, like, like something works, and they're like, oh, that's awesome. And they start oh, like, funny. like the side B usage just like went up like double. It was very funny. Um, like uh, it was just like he hit like I will not like my my mind was blown. Like the thing that blew my mind the most was when he hit light. He had arson up tilt. Light fell out of the up tilt. Yo, and he was ready. air dodge, and he was ready to get a fair one follow up. Like, who's <laughs> ready for that situation? Like, dude, like I'm sitting there, like, oh, he fell out of my move. Leo's like, 
Oh, he found and I feel like that is a big deal because he's been playing Joker more consistently again. And mm-hmm. maybe even just days prior to that tournament, he might not have been ready for that. But like mm-hmm. you said, the, the, the cogs really start turning. And I feel like just having that muscle memory ready to go is a big deal when you're up on that stage. And I feel like Leo is getting more and more comfortable. So the Joker is something that everyone definitely has to be worried about because it's just it's developing before our very eyes in tournaments. Not not only was like like let's make big moves like the first real tournament he was he was going Joker again but he only lost to you in one of Joker's worst matchups and he also lost to Sonics who uh, he also threw a game away as Joker in in one of his worst matchups you know and then he had to go Aegis and he'd clearly been putting more time into Joker so it's like yeah. bro I don't know like I think I think it was already I don't want to say mostly back but it was a lot of the way back but it was yeah, exactly it, but it was insane at Genesis how even not even between games between fucking stocks between interactions he's like he's starting to remember you know he's starting to believe like it started happening it was like holy yeah. shit man like and especially because uh, oh dude starting off Genesis 2 like starting off in top eight I always think it's so interesting because a lot of people are talking like oh they should do Genesis it should cut off at top 64 to go into day 2 or whatever. I'm like but you give Leo and like everyone else a whole day to prepare for their first match. Like his Aegis was good was ready ready to go and play against Sonics, but he still had to go through that learning process, right? The whole download and and everything he had to work through. And then he had to switch to Joker. Like he had to go through I don't know, man. Like he's just unbelievable. Like it's like Batman with prep time. You give Leo with prep with uh, prep time it's over. <laughs> it's over. Leo with prep time, man. Yeah, the speed and the comfort too, and like the creativity, like it, it was all just coming together, and it, it was uh, great to see. It was kind of like seeing an old friend. Uh. Yeah, and like for me at the beginning of the tournament when I was watching it, I was like, honestly, she's Violet's better. Like that's what I was thinking at the beginning of the tournament, right? I yeah. was like, bro, this Violet is like infinitely better than his Joker, right? Mm-hmm. And as the matches started going on, I was like. Yeah wait a second just like last tournament you just you it's like you're both believing in the joker progressively like the person playing and the person watching like i was like what's happening and then he played violet and i was like that is slightly out of practice i can tell it's slightly out of practice i guess that's a question is like what are leo's priorities moving Mm -hmm. forward from the last couple tournaments he's done what will his lineup be it's an interesting question too because there's a pretty solid mix of complete solo mains in top eight, and then like duo mains or, or whatever the hell Leo's doing, like however many characters he's doing. <laughs> but you got Mew, obviously solo main, Sonic solo main, Light solo main. And that's three of the four in winner side of top eight. Like it's just, and then you got you and Sparkle, obviously duo main. Gluto's a solo main. Like come on, you know, obviously Akola's a duo. So it is really interesting to see. Like you said, you could see the rust when it comes to some characters. And I know you think about this a lot too, Gavin, because you, you do really do. You're a Diddy made with a, a Sephiroth for a couple of different matchups based at this point, basically. Unless something's changed since since yesterday, since I talked to you. It's always cha- I don't know. I never want to assume with you. Like PT's back, baby. Oh, okay. Uh, get the thumbnail not, not ready. The, not the PT. Oh, he's streaming today, Gavin. Huh? That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying anything. Yeah, uh, anyway. Huh? Yeah, I think, and like like you were talking about with like the prep time, like when you're playing multiple characters and you're preparing for a solo main, it, it gives you a lot of options and comfort, especially in a best of five scenario. And that's something I'm always grateful for. Like if I have to play someone like Luto or Light, like I have so many uh, game plans and I know they're not going to switch it up and surprise me. So, 
Hey, Tweak Talk fans, you know what it is. It's sponsorship time, and we're happy to say that today's episode is brought to you by Honey, the easy way to save when shopping on your iPhone or your computer. Now, personally, I love finding deals when shopping online. It makes me feel savvy and smart with my decisions, especially when the deals are a surprise. There's nothing like feeling a little lucky when shopping online and finding good deals. Thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. Honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. Now imagine you're shopping on one of your favorite sites. When you go to checkout, the Honey button appears and all you have to do is click apply coupons. Wait a few seconds as Honey does its work and searches for coupons it can find for that site. And if Honey finds a working coupon, you'll watch the prices drop. Now this year, one of my commitments is to one of my resolutions is to get more into working out. I've a been good about the treadmill, but I want to start pumping some weights, right? So I was looking for a new blender, right? I was trying to buy a new blender online. And when I went to go check out, I clicked on my honey widget and I was able to find a deal and actually save 20 bucks on a really nice blender. Now, this was surprising because it's a really high quality blender. Saving 20 bucks on it was super awesome. And I got to thank honey for that one. Now, one last thing. Did you know honey doesn't just work on desktops? It also works on your iPhone too. Just activate it on Safari in your phone and save on the go. If you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid in supporting this show. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com tweak. Again, that's joinhoney.com tweak. Joinhoney.com slash T-W-E-E-K tweak. But it's also... You know, there's pros and cons to whatever you decide to do. And I think Mute Ace is a, a big player to talk about from this weekend, um, especially as someone that's like inspired, inspired me over the l- last few months. Like they've been doing really well, really consistent, doing really well mm-hmm. versus Steve, you know, and Diddy and Peach, I feel like they can have at least comparable game plans and matchup spreads and stuff like that. Like there's like some really scary struggles uh versus some characters and being able to clutch a win out versus light and being able to win versus like joker and um first win on gluto for mute that was huge yeah stuff like that like being able to defeat players that i couldn't in that very specific bracket just i feel like we, we both chat a lot as we're playing in a tournament i feel like um it's I, it inspires me a lot with when it comes to Diddy specifically. Like, it's it's not a a character I compared myself to it until I started playing Diddy, right? But Mew is like a really, really, really big inspiration for me right now, and it it kind of it just it's always like if Mew can do it, then I can, you know. And it, it inspires me going into the next uh, tournaments or going up against players that I might have lost to previously or something like that. Um, so yeah, just incredible gameplay, incredible discipline. The advantage state was crazy. Like, um, while also like having a lot of like outside struggles, you know, not even just like the the peach stuff, like just real life struggles that make competing harder. I I can relate to that really heavily too. So like the character archetype and like the difficulties of just life in general, like. Amazing job this weekend, Mute. You are an incredible player and fighter. Like, just great job. You want to talk about terrible bracket luck, too. Meister, to start off, was that top 128, top 64? 
Meister playing Gluto, who Charles already said Gluto was four and zero over Mute before going into that tournament. Then having to play Light in top eight, who has like an eighty and four or something record against Ling, who's an exceptional Peach player. Like I, I don't know. To me, this is what I love about Ultimate. I feel like we go back and forth so much between you got a co-main. It's too, it's impossible. You can't play all ninety matchups. But then you see Ling, or you see uh Mute beat Meister and Mute beat Light. Yeah. Like things that I thought were fucking impossible yeah just making it happen like it, it's incredible a really so, difficult bracket and like yep. just kept going through winners that was um, a funny thing mute tweeted too like the win i'm most proud of is against meister actually like, you, yeah. you might not think it that's but so it funny because meister. i said the same thing at the ludwig tournament i said like honestly very similar like i i got second at that event as well uh but I said my most proud win was against Meister like way earlier in the day, uh, which is very funny. And I, I 100% understand where he's coming from. Honestly, this is a lot about Meister. Shout outs to Meister. Yeah. Hey, Meister kind of nice with it. Hold yeah, up. Yeah, right? Yeah, for sure. But yeah, I think both Leo and Mute, very impressive runs. I think they had to go up against a lot of characters that they str- they both struggle against, right? And they're able to persevere through winners. That's just that's crazy. That's a, it's a, such a hard thing to do in this game, especially coming from mute, particularly where mute doesn't switch characters for answers. Right. And not to take away from Leo, obviously Leo switching to whatever character that needs to get the job done. I respect that. You know and I mean? That's really, and the two characters that really give Leo trouble are Sonic and Min Min, right? So the Rob having to come out for Min Min and then the Aegis having to come out for Sonic, but mute just, Going all peach, no matter what. And the thing about these really, really large tournaments, you know, gen- these super majors like Genesis or Smash Con or anything like that, it's a marathon. And running a marathon with your solo main being Peach is really, really hard. Like Peach is one of the highest APM characters in the game. So uh, Mute is doing a lot of actions per minute uh, throughout the entire weekend. So I mean, shout out to Mute. And even like towards the end there in Grand Finals, I was watching. I was like, man. Mute is running out of gas. And that's yeah. another thing I want to say is Leo never runs out of gas. Yeah, oh, we don't say shit. that often. It's up with that. Yeah, Dude, dude Leo in Grand we, Finals we of Genesis. Ever that period? Not even just like not yes. often. Have we ever been like, oh, Leo doesn't look, Leo looks out of gas. Like, like, that's not a sentence. Yeah, that's like, not a sentence. Yeah, that's not a sentence. Leo's still ramping up. Yeah, he, <laughs> yeah, that's the up. thing. It gets harder. It, yeah. He plays better. He opened up with a reverse 3-0 against Sonics that lasted three and a half days. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was just like, he was on the stick, And then the winning the set. tournament from losers after having sets like that is very impressive. Then reverse yeah. 3-0 light. Like, there's so many Game 5 scenarios, right? I kind of wanted to yeah. have a specific shout-out to players like Leo, Spargo, Akola that have had, like, a lot of magnifying glasses on them. Like, you know who's the best player in the world. Like, and like, especially Leo, like just kind of trusting himself and just going to the next tournament, like, and just winning, like it's, it's really impressive. Cause I feel like at least for me specifically, like, I feel like I, I was feeling that pressure. Like as soon as I sat down and played my first match at Genesis specifically, it's just a different tournament. Um, especially like I have my own history with that tournament series. So like, just respect to like those players specifically for persevering through like anything. Uh, I admire that a lot. And I definitely was feeling the pressure and like 
for players like Luto to like just sit down, just like pull, like just clutch it out with Wario, or just like play super well, or all these players that had like game fives, whether it was winning or losing, and just kept going, and like like Light or or Spargo or Leo, like it's just impressive. Like these players are just warriors, and it's like they're gonna show up next tournament and just put on a show like always too. So, bro, scary stuff. You're giving yourself a lot of like slack for like, uh, you know, you lost a light, tragic banana trip misinput. Yeah. And um, like you, you, you said it during this, right? Like you have a history with this tournament and you're also in conversation. Like, wait a second, is Tweak the best player in the world? So now you have the pressure from that. You have the pressure of, oh, snap, I'm about to top eight my first Genesis. Like, yeah, for the first time, like, you've been playing for so long, and, like, <laughs> this was not an easy Genesis. Like, there, it was less entrance than last year, right? But, like, the players who were there, most of the contenders for – all of the contenders for number one in the world were at the tournament, uh, unless y'all count Proto, in which case he wasn't there. But Proto um, and Onan were probably the two biggest, like – yeah, these players can top eight, but they're not here. Yeah, right. Yeah. And um, I was just sitting there. I was like, "Bro, top eight in that tournament itself is," and we say it every year with Genesis. But like, you top eight in that tournament itself shows how far you come. Because I think if this were two years ago, you lost a light like that, you probably wouldn't even have showed up for your ninth ninth place match. Like you, you yeah. might have just left the venue. Like I'm not doing it. Right. So like, yeah. I mean, I've had very similar losses like that light loss at genesis specifically yep like game fives just like extremely unfortunate like one in a million situations like just and then i play like the buzz and losers and i'm just not ready for that like Mm -hmm. i just mentally can't physically mentally just can't do it um but yeah i was just so tilted after the light loss just like otherworldly tilted and I felt like um, the gameplay level I was at was just fortunate enough to win versus Cosmos to qualify for top eight. Because I was thinking about my winner set the whole time. I couldn't, like, I, I'm sorry, but I wasn't, like, super conscious that set. But I felt like just the second-to-second situations, I was just winning them. And it was just pure muscle memory and, like, like you know, the subconscious aspect of Smash that I was just winning. So that's very fortunate that I didn't have to like do different layers or like do like specific changes and it kind of just won me the set. Cause honestly, as cool as it is that I got top eight, I don't even want to give credit to my mental because that's how bad it was after I lost in winners. Like it was just I just happened to win and that's cool. But yeah, it was tough. And I I tried my best to collect myself again, but it just did not happen. I was just it was just my winter set in my brain the rest of the weekend. But yeah, it is cool that I got top eight. Um, well, yeah, I feel like the, my last few game five sets I've won, like I ended up being on the winning side of it. So it, it sucked to be on the losing side of a close game five loss again. Cause I was starting to forget what that felt like. Cause I had a handful of uh, fortunate wins. So, um, yeah. But I'm really proud of Life for going on to like beat Spargo and stuff like that because that's something that's been struggling. Usually doesn't happen as often. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
like Spargo won the last like set or two. So um, just like players like Mute and Light, like just persevering with their like solo characters is inspirational as a Diddy player specifically. I think too with your run, it is worth noting because we were only talking about the Light and the Cosmos set that you had to play um, a Steve, uh, Samuel, and you also had to play Rocky, who's a very good Pac-Man too, yeah. which is very, very tough for your character lineup. Um, so I'm glad, I mean, you, you three owed both of them, but I know those are stressful matchups for you. So even going into the top eight, like those were the stressful matchups. And then you got to play a couple familiar ones. You get to play against big boss next, who's the yeah. obviously. And then you played against Vendetta who played the matchup fantastically. He went all Ryu or did he go Ken game one? Yeah. So he went all Ryu and Vendetta did play that set fantastic. Oh, I yeah. had a lot that was of insane. Playing against Vendetta online over quarantine, just like really good practice. Put, we put a lot of hours in together. And I, I think Vendetta was really prepared and played really well. I feel like Vendetta's neutral, or at least patience slash defense specifically, was actually a lot better than mine that set. And I probably can't say that for a lot of players. Uh, my patience and defense is usually stronger. Um, so with Ryu versus Diddy specifically, for me to say that, I feel like is really, really crazy. Um, especially because I'm actually really good against players that I play with a lot against a lot. Um, if I get a grip on something, I'll never let it go and you'll never be able to play the game. <laughs> but I feel like Vendetta really switched that up a lot and just played it really well. I also didn't expect the Ryu for some reason. I expected it maybe after I beat the Ken or something like that. Um, so just good stuff, but yeah, I did have to play basically like the worst case scenario kind of Diddy bracket at Genesis. And I was saying that a lot and thinking that a lot, that it was very different than let's make big moves where I didn't play Sephiroth a single game that tournament where I actually had to play Sephiroth quite a bit this weekend. Um, I played Sephiroth against Steve and Pac-Man and yeah, like you said, I won both sets 3-0. So that was pretty cool. It's also, it was just really cool to give Sephiroth some spotlight. None of it was like on stream or anything. But yeah, that's the cool thing about like winning those sets with Sephiroth is I got to play some familiar matchups because Sephiroth was able to pull through. You know what I mean? Like I got to play against Rob, which is my favorite matchup in the entire game. And I got to play against Vendetta, Vendetta's Ryu, which is a familiar matchup and player. Um... So kind of like Leo's run, just having that kind of thing to fall back on is really nice. And my Sephiroth gets a lot less tournament playtime than my Diddy, so I'm never really sure how it's going to work out. And it it, it, can, it can like be like hot or cold, like within a stocks difference. Like it could just like, it could be working great or it can be like, like feeling like it wasn't worth selecting at all. And that's really nerve wracking. Um and not even to include the character specific stuff that would align with the same thought process where like, you know, he's just not a consistent character or like a top tier or anything like that. He's like the same weight as Kirby or whatever. So like it's, it's scary. Um, and like ha- not having like any good moves or frame data, like, but I, I feel like it ramped up um, versus the Steve versus Samuel, Steve and versus Rocky's Pac-Man, like as the set progressed, and that was cool, but Gluto, I feel like, never even gave me a chance to, like, figure it out. 
So that was scary. It was, it was a big decision for me to either like lose game one to Diddy or stay Sephiroth, and I stayed Sephiroth. And that was probably my biggest mistake of that set. I feel like I probably needed to switch off. But um, like I said, like I was having such a hard time, like really being in the moment. Like Genesis is super stressful, and I was really upset about my winner's loss still. And that's basically what I've been getting about how inspirational these players in top eight were. They're so in the moment and so focused and playing so well. And I'm just kind of like felt like I was looking from like outside of myself, like just like kind of envious of it. I was like, damn, like I'm super nervous and I don't even know what character I'm going to pick. And, the, and these guys are playing so well. Um, but yeah, that, that was pretty much it for my run. Um, basically just more Sephiroth than usual, which is pretty cool because I love the character. But uh Definitely lose more and more faith with him by by the day, but we'll see what happens. It's it's hard because with you specifically, you can play a bunch of different characters really well. So you just have well, one, you just have a lot of options, and two, you yeah. can you can push Sephiroth really far. And there are a lot of players that push like lower high tiers, you know what I mean, like pretty far or like mid high tiers, you know, what, whatever have you like, like Sephiroth's decent, obviously, and Sephiroth's solid, Sephiroth can get some wins. And if you pick it in certain matchups, yes. But are there other sword characters that do it way better than Sephiroth? Multiple. Absolutely. There's yeah. a shitload of them actually. So I, it, it's, it's weird. Cause a lot of people actually came up to me during the tournament. They're like, man, you think Sephiroth sucks? Like you're crazy. I'm like, dude, at the end of the day, I don't really care where I put Sephiroth in terms of like top whatever. Is there is there other characters that can do what Sephiroth does but better? And if the answer is yes, then I don't give a shit where Sephiroth is. There's just other characters that can do what he does, but way stronger and way more. That was one of the harsh realities as I started to play Sephiroth, especially with Diddy specifically, um, is uh, realizing that he doesn't just cover zoners. In fact, I think he does pretty poorly versus some zoners like he's pretty like hit or miss versus like i don't even think he does that well versus like samus or like the links and like it's scary that sephiroth is my like counter pick guy because <laughs> it's just not it's super fucking cool it is agreed I mean, it does rule like, yeah it's fucking sick sephiroth is badass yeah and like and or just in general like anytime i'm going sephiroth instead of diddy the funniest thing about it is sometimes I'm still playing a losing matchup and sometimes I'm playing a worse matchup than, uh, than I would have been if I played Diddy. Like for example, like light and his Fox is such a hard thing (laughs) to be ready for because, um, at Ludwig's I won with Sephiroth, but I knew it, it might not happen again. And it's also like laughably bad when it comes to like the ratio of the matchup. It's like six, four at, best um uh like it it could very realistically be worse than that like just by the numbers just like objectively like the frame data that's like being put on the table um but if i play diddy it's like just as bad or like there's like it's like you know there's there's not many pros or cons it's basically all cons across both characters um so it's just tough decision um and i feel like i had a lot of really close matches that just ended up being losses so like sometimes it's not even about sephiroth or diddy right it's just just sometimes it came down to like a decision or two so yeah, so, yeah. 
I I don't understand sometimes. Like while you were talking about that, um, production was playing you versus Ludo game one, and I'm just watching it. And I'm like, okay, so he's down three stocks to one, and then he starts playing the game. Like what happened? <laughs> like why why does that that happens? Well, in terms of in game stuff. I kind of like being in that situation as Sephiroth because this also happened versus Samuel Steve in Winners where I was up to – it was game three, so I'm up 2-0, and I was getting three-stocked. I, I died at, like, zero to, like, the, like, block jab. formation, and I oh. don't, like, yeah, like, the jab and, yeah. Um, and I, like, <laughs> you know. But I keep winning the rest of the game. So I become, like, Politana speed, and, like, that's at least – over half of the reason why I started like putting up a fight because I I'm wing Sephiroth for most of the like sometimes the rest of the game if I'm losing by that much so it's just I don't know that is one yeah. thing I'll say about Sephiroth like sometimes when I watch you play him I'm like eh, it's it's going all right but when you get wing I'm like all right it's game time like, let's go all right hang <laughs> it up let's go. thing let's though go. is it, it's yeah. being boiled down to like one of the lightest characters being at kill percent um, so it's like I just have I have less to work with, but like the it it's it, it is my like win condition. It's my chance. So it helps. You don't need it all the time, but it is very very yeah. nice. When you uh, as the bracket so, yeah. as the bracket progresses, it, it feels like I do need it all. The I was time. gonna say, uh, I think I think you do. Like, I mean, that's what I that's why I think the character is flawed. Like you oh, just yeah. have things that are just directly conflicting with each other. It's like, oh, how do you win with Sephiroth? Well, I get wing and I'm like super broken. I'm DLC. I paid six dollars for this. I'm Sephiroth. I sliced Galeem in half. I'm super crazy, right? Like that's why Drop you fucking the play okay. the fucking character, and then you're like practically Pichuate, but you can stack fucking five Pichus on this guy. Like that's the height of Sephiroth. <laughs> like five or six Pichus. At five least Pichus in Pichu- a trench coat. Yeah. <laughs> That's very funny. Uh, that I, I, yeah, someone needs to draw that art. That's what. But yeah, I mean, because like when you think about Pichu, at least you have a small hurt box, right? So at least you're hard to hit. The caveat is like, oh, Olimar, you know, Pichu, Kirby, like you're all, they're all really light, but they're very hard to hit. I, shit, I'll even throw Fox in there, right? Fox is like a medium sized character, but very fast and nimble, right? Like there's caveats to it, but Sephiroth is like, oh, I'm super fucking light and I'm just the empire state building like you're just so fucking tall like fox can do rising back air and you can only exclusively do that on fucking heavies you know what i'm saying like donkey kong bowser those are the only characters that fox can do rising back air in neutral but not and you can do that on sephiroth too It, it is so hard and usually when you get wing you're in disadvantage so it's like okay so i have wing it's like getting arsene now i'm about to get like with arsene it's like okay now i'm gonna get two framed on paper yada 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 right but Wing, I would say it's better than Arsene in terms of just like you get the extra jump and stuff like that, obviously, but you're still in disadvantage. And I, I think people are getting better at like, oh, you're on the ledge. Like, all right, sick. Be on the ledge. Who who fucking cares? <laughs> like Sephiroth doesn't do anything. That's what I told you all so ledge. long ago. Right. Like like you you mentioned it earlier. Like at the end of the day, you only can grab the ledge five times. You have to get to the fucking ground eventually, right? So I, you can just corner him. You Cornering a tall character is free. You're sa- you're saying that because I did the squid plumber uh, holy water stall to you. You're like, fine, you do it five times, dummy. I was like, all right, fine, I will. Yeah, I kept doing sure. that to Chuck when we're playing friendlies. <laughs> oh, okay. it ruled. Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, yeah, that, remember that, that, shit, Chuck? that shit does not phase me. I don't care. Soras will do their little shit or whatever, and I'll just run to the center and just start popping lasers. I'm like, if I get like two damage off of this, W, fuck yeah. you, like. 
This is I'll catch your normal get up with laser. Topic, but you know who uh, played fantastic this weekend? Mars. Who am I going to say? Oh, yeah. You got uh, it. I was just saying, <laughs> Mars or Soar. Soar also played very, very well. True. Yeah. Yeah, now the Japanese Mars really like, showed up. Now, yeah. the the tweak talks power up, right? We, you know, it's funny. Do we take credit for it? Yes, uh, I am. Mike took credit for Leo. We're doing it. He was saying Crazy. like, uh, I know that was. Yeah. I was like, Leo, what are you talking about? Dude? Yeah, what is he talking about? <laughs> um, Ultra but, protagonist, like episode, protagonist. yeah, no, that's just light. Yeah, he's like Leo. One, this is about me. All right, baby. <laughs> um, I'm the best. On the episode before, like Genesis. Uh, Mars was saying like, and everybody's talking about Genesis Mars. Is Genesis Mars gonna show up? And I'm, I don't care. Then Genesis he showed, Mars up. showed up. Oh, Genesis like, Mars, Mars definitely showed up. So I was Holy like, time. You, know, you was, acting like you don't care, but you kind of care. I was worried he'll always be a competitor in his heart and yeah. soul for sure. And mm. the thing I was worried about, That's how I feel lost, about Void too. Both of them. Oh yeah, yes, yes absolutely. I lost he, or he lost early to Moxie, which that that's a tough matchup though. So yep. like, all right, we'll see how the loser. She had a great turn goes. Yeah, that, yeah, absolutely. Jag Another player played very well. Yeah, Jag into Mars, two wins. Amazing. Yeah, shout out to Moxie. Always, always a threat in these in these bigger brackets for sure. But so Mars goes down to losers early and then goes on. He takes over the French dimension, which is insane. That was anyway. so funny. That was hilarious. The yeah. Mars like, that was his intention going into it. True. <laughs> Like that was and the he, best part about that. Uh, he beat Sharp three one. He beat Big Boss three one. He beat uh, Leon Fr- French Leon three one. Now this is where it starts to get dicey. He has to play against Siski, and it's like, oh boy. He won three two, which is great, and then he had to play to Buzz, and he won. Which game is five. like as dicey as it gets for him. Oh well, yeah, absolutely. So, so the Buzz, the last six times they played, the Buzz has won. So I, I think yeah. I was talking with uh, Mars about this. He said right when Ultimate started, he beat the Buzz six times in a row. And then after that, the buzz beat him six times in a row. Oh my and gosh. then this was like this the, was the most important uh, set. Then yes, yes. So he's been struggling against like Olimar. He, he hates Olimar. Olimar yeah, but now yeah, but now he's gonna win six in a row now or five well, more in a row because well, that's the, how it goes, right? Well, I mean, really? the most important thing is nobody beats Mars seven times in a row. Just remember that. Okay? <laughs> also, nobody. no one beats the buzz seven times in a row except for Leo's Joker. See ya. <laughs> True. I can think of one actually. I love. It's not I a stray. The... I love the buzz. <laughs> he knows it. He's the one who called it out. That's oh, not man. a stray. Losing to Leo is not a stray. There's no way. Losing but to Leo, Leo used to only bring out him. his Joker versus him. It was kind of funny. I missed that arc. But Leo does play Joker against other players. Confirmed. Yeah. Confirmed. Yeah, super confirmed. I, and we haven't even talked about mute yet, which is I mean, we have a little bit, but damn. Yeah, I mean, or, this or is Sonic's, like. Geez. I was saying this is one of the best runs in Ultimate History. Period. Maybe in Smash History. Period. To be honest with you, um, let me pull. Okay, just from well, let me see if there's anything crazy in the earlier rounds because the Meister set is the first one I watched. Oh, for sure. Um, oh, Monty too. So starting that one off right there. That's back, another game of watch, game right? Of watch. Another good, yeah. Another good I game of watch. Something out real quick. You said no oh, one beats yeah. Mars six times in a row, and I had to do some searching. Oh but... my god, oh, I hate him. Like, <laughs> no, I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to say anything. I, I, well, oh, we know. All right, let's talk about Mutes run. Let's talk about <laughs> good idea. Great so idea. Crazy. Great idea. <laughs> Editors, take that out. That was terrible. <laughs> no, it Keep wasn't. it in. <laughs> no, it wasn't. I didn't do anything. I was just doing some research. Oh, you're doing some research. Just, I see. Just some data, yeah. Uh, yeah you know. So you know. Monty 3-1, Mudes, uh, then beat Meister 3-1, Akolo 3-1, who, he was what, the two seed in the bracket? Two, yes, three? Yes, two, yeah. Two. Uh, and then he beat Gluto 3-0, uh, 
which is crazy because he's four four zero against him before that. Gluto was up four zero in Smu, and then that was not that was just get into top eight. So there you have number two seed. You got Gluto, who's like the five or six seed. Then Light, then uh, Leo, and then that's it. Um, but even then, and again, it's not just like the players and how highly they're ranked. The matchups he had to play, and specifically Insane. not just character matchups, but player matchups, it, both. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. playing against specifically Lights Fox, specifically Meister's Game and Watch. Like it, Leo, not oh Leo went uh, his his rusty joker like nope this is winning genesis leo and he took a set like this is this is he had the best run of the tournament and one of the best runs that we've ever seen in ultimate history and it was all a solo peach fucking insane and we like fucking insane solo peach with running into bad matchups there now there are some peach brackets where you can cruise on through right get into top eight and be like all right some meta characters like i don't have to you know play against the stray belmont or the stray game and watch or some like something like that because peach is a character that is meta is a character that hits very hard has good frame data you have access to float which is one of the most insane mechanics in the game because when you float you get full hot multiplier which is crazy and you can do it instantly low to the ground and do some crazy shit off of that but she's not mobile right so when you're dealing with peach if your character is like just general has projectiles or can kind of just slow down certain characters it's gonna suck a lot <coughs> for the peach player because peach just when you're floating you're not that f- fast you're and you're not quick in the air or on the ground so shout out to Pete or uh mute and i gotta say mute was in so many like super ultra last dock last yeah. hit scenarios for so many games and mute clutched out almost every single one of them that is so fucking hard to do because the stress and the pressure multiplies like okay we're, we're like last talk last hit kill confirm wise right that last for like 30 seconds holy fuck now we're both at like 150 jesus christ i can't get hit by anything but he can't get hit by anything and then that goes on for like another 30 seconds longer right and it just keeps multiplying and it's it's so it is so hard to do that on a stage like Genesis, I to have the composure to pull that off as much as he did, holy shit. Like yeah. I, I I gotta give it up. That that there was so many scenarios. The one that was the craziest was yeah, game five versus light. Oh light man. One, yeah. Yo, Mute that's... took so many grabs. Mute was like, You are grabbing me. I don't care. I will take as many grabs as you want. I do not care. It was so intense. Dude, even watching it back, I'm like freaking out because I was yeah, watching it the whole time. I was just like, ah, ah. <laughs> I'm just like they're swinging. Look, this is like 30 seconds like, of swinging, and they're just barely yeah. out of range. Yeah, I think that's another thing that everyone in the reason situations like that can happen and why they're probably going to become more common is people really, truly, and I think it was something Mute did really well is understanding the true threat range that your opponent can play at. Like, if that, like especially against Fox, that's where I really, really saw it. Right. Um, where can he neutral air? Where can he close the gap? Like Fox is very, very scary, but only at certain distances. I mean, every character in the game kind of falls in that category, but understanding those distances and understanding where you're safe and where you're not. Some people, if you don't know, like, if you don't know, like if I down throw you, am I safe afterwards? Some people just mash air dodge. And it's like, that's a common thing I look for and and that I punish or whatever. Right. But if it is, if you know that you're not threatened, you're not going to do something like air dodge or jump or or waste a resource. You're going to sit there and wait. And you really see that from, top players all the time but it's it's reached like this critical point i think in ultimate where everyone's just it's going to take a lot of time to learn 90 fucking matchups and we're finally getting there so it's it's just nice not just offensively but defensively as well you know what's crazy and i was i was thinking about this the other day most players right 
they play like right outside of like max threat range, right? Like they're like, oh, well, Fox can dash attack me like here. So I'm going to play out here. Like that's like the, the very common thing. Like majority of players think that way. I was watching Leo. He actually just plays like full inside your threat range. Like I, I went back and I was looking at it and like he'll like, like let's say like your max threat range is here. He'll just be right here. And I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Like, how are you comfortable doing that? I don't understand. Like, he's like omega comfortable playing in that threat range. And I feel like he that's that's something that's allowing him to learn more about a player than anyone else in the world because he's one of the maybe the only person that plays that close to people. I, I like watch him and I'm just like, how are you not scared here? Like, how are you not panicking, rushing a button? If you're if you're back here, I get it, right? Like, oh, they can't really hit me, whatever. You're you're right next to Fox. You know how many things Fox can do to you? Like from that distance, and you're just I mean, all right, I'm right here. What you about to do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> how are you not scared? Like, I don't know. That that dude, like that dude is crazy, bro. I just I don't understand. I just don't understand. Sheesh. it's hard to it's hard to do right you 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 truly have to be fearless you have to have a lot of faith in your conditioning you there there's so many different factors and on top of that you multiply everything by a million because you're on the genesis stage mm-hmm. right and that that's what i was saying all weekend i was like especially when leo was ramping up throughout top eight i was like mr genesis is in the building there's certain players that get powered up at this tournament Leo's obviously, you know, suspect number one. He's, Mars is Mars and Leo. Mars, is suspect Mars and Leo, two, though. Yeah. Mars and Leo. And, and, and the, the next person on the list is the one dude that beat MK Leo at Genesis. It's fucking, it's Mars, right? Like, so it, it's crazy. Gluto also plays mm-hmm. very strong at Genesis as well, yes. Dude, we didn't even talk about Sonics just cruising his way into another top eight, like, Making it look easy, just yeah. showing up. As I did this on the show man. that Sonics is like he's there top 10 in the world, easy. Like yeah, he's, he's there, as good as the best of the best. He is there. He's What's interesting there. is I looked up like most of his last losses in like the past like four months. He's only lost to I think th- three characters, and it's been ages the majority of the time. Yeah. And then course, Fox, yeah. but it's only Light, and then Kameme. And Shuton's Olimar. And that's it. Like, he's, he's not losing to other characters. Like, I'm like... Fox is, and Aegis. Is, yeah, like... But then it's, it begs the question, yeah. like... the Aegis is, to win, too. The Aegises are only Leo and Spargo. So, is it a Leo-Spargo light thing? Or is it a matchup thing? Or It's a matchup thing. It's a matchup thing, both. though, right? Because yeah. when Leo's going to other characters, or Spar- like, Spargo went Cloud, right? And it did not work out. Yo, and that then, Cloud got... I, I, I read was up. confused. That was yeah. the wrong choice. That was the wrong choice for sure. Well, game three was close. Game three was close. I don't think I it it wasn't like <laughs> Okay, to be fair, Sonic's kind of just fucked him up, to be fair. Yeah. If you like yeah. look at like the first game, it was three stock three in stock. Spargo's favor. And then the second game, he practically JV3 Spargo's Pyramithra. So I don't think switching off Pyramithra was necessarily a bad thing. Agreed. And just trying out the cloud. I do. Then, but staying that no, I I'm not against it, but staying on it game for after you lose, I'm when the history has shown that your ages can big get it whoop. done, I'm probably switching back to ages. Yeah, big whoop. Sonic's got three stock game one. He didn't switch. See ya. 
Okay, buddy. He, he doesn't have that choice. The, the, he does. Yeah, of solo main privilege. Solo main privilege. You just ride or die, no matter what. Yeah, yeah who's, what the hell? Who Sonic's is a famed secondary has. Oh, you know, it's uh the the me brawler wearing the tails outfit, right? Is that a thing? Or no, he's a gunner. He's a gunner, isn't he? That would make sense. Yeah, that's classic. What he what he used to defeat MK Leo. <laughs> What do you use to defeat McLeo at Genesis uh, 12? Yes, of course. <laughs> Bro, I'm saying, though, you just don't switch. He's always had success in that matchup. I don't think there's any re- – but to be fair, to your point, it is a five-game set, so you only lose yeah. one. It's not like you lose, you know – it's not like you lose the set. If you okay, lose okay. Game. This this game this – game He's getting cooked. Game. Wait, Bro, hold on, this hold is, on. Wait, this is why, this Can is, we let Spargo cook? Hold up. No, I'm that, going back to ages. We don't have that moment. much time. Mm-mm. I'm <laughs> – <laughs> Oh, he's he's getting smoked. Yeah, bro. I don't know about this. Help. Yeah, okay, no yeah. way, man. The, the agent should have came out game four. Not only that, but he's played the matchup <laughs> with Tumblet Sonics and has had a lot of positive success against him. Like, yeah. There's no, I don't know. Maybe it was a Smashville thing is another thing I was thinking. Smashville um, diff, yeah. Oh, hear me out. Uh-huh. I think Sonics is on the level of the best of the best, like Leo Spargo. I agree. agree. I think I agree. he just is. Yes. But yeah. they have and been on this stage many more times than him. Yes. And he's okay, was... getting more comfortable and he is showing up because he is just as good as like all of us, like me, Aqua. Like I think he is that good. Yeah. And he is, but he is getting more experience and it is getting harder and harder to win versus him and he is winning more and more often. Right. He's just, yeah. I feel like the only sets that he loses especially in the caliber of like top eight genesis especially a set versus leo he dropped maybe like a handful oh. of edge guards a handful of and i even mm-hmm. mentioned on the mic i was like i was like this should be it and he'll then get he there drop it there i swear i know, so I know. Good. the experience Dude, is gonna play. the experience is gonna help him right like obviously you know executing all of your edge guards against leo and then it's game five and you got to put the nail in the coffin you know it, it's not that i've easy. played him in like it's hundreds really of games he is just yeah like some of the best practice you can get so it's he he missed i think it was back here i think it was game three back here to edge guard uh photon edge and i'm like i've never seen him miss that i'm almost positive he did or maybe it was forward air but it was but specifically back air against uh mithra side b i'm like i've never seen him miss that and i'm pretty sure he did either yeah, game three yeah. or game four to close it out and <laughs> i was like i've literally never seen him miss that it's yeah. like it's like a it's like like steph curry at the foul line bro like he never missed that shit it never happened <laughs> He's one of those players where where I'm looking at the bracket. There's never like a situation where I'm like, oh, he's going to lose. It's always like, I don't see why he can't win. Why not? Every time time it lined any matchup, like even when the head-to-head is in his favor, I'm like, I will never be surprised if Sonic wins. Sonic wins a set, ever. The the proof Uh, there, too, is that he had to play Leo and Spargo going into this. and He beat Spargo, which I think is, is, I think obviously that's the first step. But the second one... The next day, I saw a lot of people posting their predictions for top eight online. A lot of people had Sonics over Leo. Sure, some of that is uh, recency bias. Yeah, he just did it. Right. Let's make a big move, of course. But at the same Very time... Very easy decision. Who won last time? Uh, yes, but also, like, Leo didn't go ages the whole set. I don't know. I, th- I think it's... Yeah. I don't know. Like, history obviously favors Leo overall. And I think, too, Leo was on a bit of a revenge tour of this Genesis. He's seen me fourth, motherfuckers. What the hell? <laughs> 
Dude, but my <laughs> God, was it a close call? He went down 0-2 so many times. How I dude, know. it's so fucking hard to 3 0 Leo, man. There's only He's so, so many people that have done it, but fucking Christ, it is so hard to just put him down. Like I'm I'm up 2-0, just just finish the job and then Leo and, and Leo can be like down game three. Both like, people sitting down know what the situation is. Yep. Oh yeah. yeah. Leo knows he's been in this spot before, and the opponent knows what spot they're in. <laughs> <laughs> I win this game, I win the set. Dude, I gotta win this game or I lose the set. Like yeah. All right, I'm down 0-2. Sounds good. I'm up 0-2. I'm up It was a good tournament. It was, yeah. it was fun. Oh, I'm up two one against Leo now. GG, see you in losers bracket. <laughs> and that you know, that stage God composure uh, is something I want to talk about with mute, like mute having a long run. You could see like the stress getting to mute yeah. as as the event went on. Like after every win, it's like, oh my gosh, I won. Like, oh I'm here. Oh, oh I'm in winners finals. I wait, I'm winners finals. I'm in grants. And like when you when you get to that spot for the first time, like a first or second on the biggest stage and then you're sitting there and the person you have to beat is mk leo to win the bracket i i feel like it's it's like i was talking about earlier where these patterns and these consistencies they really write themselves as the game has been out for so many years we know who's been on the stage more than than the others we know who's a bit newer to it and it's just it's going to take time for some of the other players to be on an even playing field up there you know what i mean it's funny because that mk leo's in loser side of grand finals but no one who knows is going to think that uh mute has the upper hand because mm-hmm. he did he did it uh, and that just shows how impressive leo's like uh stamina composure experience like it just you know but it's also like i feel like we wouldn't as a competitor, I wouldn't want it any way, any other way. Like if I'm going to win like a huge tournament, I'm super down for Leo to be the person I'm playing against. It's just, it's just kind of beautiful, you know. Like it, it, like I said, it just writes itself. Like, of course, that's the person you're going to have to beat to win a tournament. If you're, if you want to win a big tournament, that's probably the number one name you're going to have to beat at yeah, some yeah. point. I Whether remember... it's probably like Leo or Spargo or something, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So. I remember for Genesis 7 talking with Mars after he was just like, I, I can't remember who uh, the losers finals for Genesis 7 was, but I remember Mars saying specifically, like he was like, I need Leo to get to me. This yeah. will not feel like a Genesis win if I don't, yeah. if I don't beat Leo in grades. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, just like you were saying, and I, I was even thinking about earlier, how many players have double eliminated Leo out of a tournament to win it? it I don't even think, you can put it all in one hand. Like, I don't think there's more than five players that ever did that. I think Gavin's about to do some more research. Well, I think, I think Tweak's actually one of them. I think Gavin's one of them. He is. Yes. (laughs) Gavin is one of them. And then I, I, yeah. And then I can't, it, it's, I would have to dig deep, but I don't think there's like five or more players or maybe five, but I don't think there's more than five players that have done that to Leo. It's, Probably a small list. It's a very, very small <laughs> list. And I mean, Mute had a chance to do it. But again, like we were talking about, it's that hard. Like when you're when you're playing Leo, like the more games you have to play Leo against, it gets rough. And I mean, just think about, that's why Leo's so good in best of five. He's so, so yeah. good in best of five. Yeah. How many reverse 3-0s has he had? Every single, like you just add one more game, one more set, anything like that, it just becomes that much tougher to beat him because 
how fast he adapts is just all right i have a plan next time i fight leo it's gonna be in the like amateur like redemption bracket and it's gonna be best of three round one (laughs) let's see what you can do now bro just throw just throw game one (laughs) go in reverse three oh you it's genius just jump off three times and say gg what are you ban? ggs oh can damn we, you got, you got me speaking of bands can we get fucking rid of lila now is it over can we please please yeah, man i, I, I saw it twice again. i, I twice. ran and in crucial moments game five mars gluto was one of them and uh sparkle light, light sparkle. right mm-hmm. yep uh i tweeted i asked what do you guys think uh uh about let me see let me pull it up i just wrote lilat legal or illegal 1,500 votes. 66% illegal. Get rid of that shit. Why is that so much lower than I thought? I know, dude. I thought it would be like a clear 80-20, but... Well, wait. I know the Smash community is a little weird where they're like, more stages, the better. Diversity. No. No. They they get, they get like, very weird. Fuck it. Put on Mushroom Kingdom 2 then. Fuck it. No, no, they they get that level of weird. They get get really (laughs) upset when there's less stages. We all agree, though, They take it to heart. They get mad. Oh, I've yeah, been team fuck Lilat forever. Fuck that I stage. I hate Lilat so fucking much. It's it's so funny how polarizing it is. No one feels like middle ground about it. It's either I love mean? that stage you or know, I fucking hate that ground. And Dreamland. What the heck? Huh? Yeah, go back to Smash 4 stage list. Battlefield Dreamland. Bring it back. I want to lose to Mario right now. Give me options. Yeah. <laughs> I remember being a Fox player and I'll just ask my opponent... What's your ban? And then, like, just frame one. If they said Battlefield, I'd be like, as they're finishing the word Battlefield, I'd be like, all right, Dreamland. Or if they, <laughs> vice versa. And it's just like, I'm getting triplets. You only have one ban. I get to play on triplets. Fuck you. It was hype. Oh, I guess that about wraps it up for today. It was a crazy weekend. Yeah. It was really good. I had a great weekend. I might go back to it. practicing. That's how. Wait a second. Yeah. Oh, uh... we feeling inspired out here? Yeah. I already did I my practice for the day, but I'm probably going to keep playing. So, what? I'm Wait, tight. Do we count this G4 Invitational? If so, Larry's one of the people who's double eliminated Leo. Sorry, I started. Let's go, Larry. Let's who did Leo go? go? We, we, we count those. Secretaries. We count. Those. I think he went Corin. That was during his Corin thing, right? Yeah, uh, he went so. Corin winners, and then he tried in losers. It doesn't um, count. Larry sucks. Damn. All right. See you crazy. guys. Have a good weekend. Uh, Tom almost did it last night too at the MSM. <laughs> <laughs>